Hey, what's up, guys? It's uh, the Vinny Rock Podcast. So I have a special guest with me today, and I'm not going to mention his name yet because i got to get through these uh, sponsors. So obviously, you guys know we have sponsors like the Warfighter Tobacco, some of the best tobacco of all the lands. We're still waiting on some of our newer blinds to come in here, but once they do, I'll let you guys know, and you'll enjoy those. Uh, second, I'm going to talk about Lessinger's Whiskey because that's my whiskey. I own it, and it's great, and it's fucking amazing. Yep, Lessinger's Whiskey. Go check it out. If you guys have any questions on where it's at and where it's located these days, hit me up. And I'll let you know. Obviously, you still have Article 15 clothing. We have all kinds of other businesses out there. Don't forget, if you guys want some crazy laughs, go check out my boys at, at Drinking Bros Podcast. They're still doing doing big things. I'm going to try and jump on one of those podcasts here soon. Some of the new new and approved uh, sponsors that we have is Dead On Ammunition. You know, we're still uh, working out some things with Dead On Ammunition, but I'm going to mention them anyways because uh, I fucking like them. And they're going to give me free ammo. And we're going to check it out and we're going to shoot some guns. Also, Carnivore Club. Go check out Carnivore Club. If you guys haven't checked the Carnivore Club, this is what they do. They send you a package of meat. I'm talking some of the best sausages, uh, chorizo, and things like that. Hey, Clayton, you ever had some chorizo? You know I love me some uh, chorizo. I, I know you Come do. On. <laughs> One of our other sponsors, we got Lisa Beds. That's L. E-E-S-A beds. It's a bed in a box. I swear to you right now, this is the best sleep I have ever had in my entire life. Uh, and I never expect that from a bed in a box. You actually, it delivers to your house. Uh, it's it's kind of heavy, but it's fine. You get it opened up. You put it onto your bed. You you cut open the plastic and it unravels itself like a freaking cocoon. Yeah. And it's the softest, sweetest bed I've ever slept on. And that is not even a lie. And ordering process was easy. How's that sound? How easy was it? Dude, order, dude, I just went online and ordered it just like like just I was like almost, like almost like I'm ordering from Amazon. Yeah. What the? Dude, and I got a bed. I swear to you, the best bed I've ever had in my entire life. I believe it. I'm trying to get my mom to buy one too. <laughs> <She's all over>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of our other sponsors is uh, Willie Peach Chocolate. Check this out. It's a veteran-owned company, Willie Peach Chocolate. He makes chocolate with spices and, and everything that he grows out of his own house. Ooh. Dude, and it's great. I'm talking, if you like chocolate and spices, he puts them together from, from the Moab, which is really spicy with, with, with things like the Reaper Pepper. Have you ever mm. heard of a Reaper Pepper? I haven't heard of it, but... A Reaper Pepper is like a super crazy hot pepper that is i believe in the scoville units which you know that's the the what they rate peppers in sure. i believe it's somewhere in the two million hence the word reaper right exactly right. makes sense <laughs> that's exactly yeah. it uh we also have rockwell watches i want you guys go check out rockwell watches uh i have a promo code hit me up if you're interested in buying a watch from rockwell watches that's one of my sponsors great dudes and uh that's it man i'm, I'm trying not to overflow with sponsors on the podcast because because i want to just talk to the guests i have but at the same time, the sponsors is what definitely does, does provide me with things like buying brand new mics, which we have a new one coming in tomorrow, mm-hmm. and, and some of the film that I'm going to be doing here soon for the podcast. Uh, just so you guys know, again, let me just tell you who I have here today. I have Clayton yeah. Cardenas. Thank you. Did I pronounce that correct? You did. I mean, it can be pronounced different ways. Cardenas. That works. Cardenas. Yeah. Yeah. Your Spanish has been point all day, by the way. <laughs> Dude, don't even We're care. not even. We won't stop. <laughs> we can't talk we about it. We won't talk about that. So if you guys don't know, he's one of my cast members. And partners on the Sons of Anarchy spinoff, The Mayans, MC. Correct. Yeah, and, and, and so we kind of have a bootleg setup here. I'm staying here in California, where um, I, the house I grew up in, my, my sister now owns it. How cool is that? Isn't that crazy? That's so cool, man. Isn't the house I grew yeah. up in? Yeah. And so we're here. I set up on my kitchen, on my, my sister's kitchen table. Um, 
and just tell you know my my sister's single. Just letting you know. Hey, she uh, <laughs> yeah, she's very pretty. By the way. All right, that's enough. Okay, stop. You stop that. You stop that right. <laughs> we just got finished watching the Dodgers lose the the second game of the World oh Series. Oh my god! What a heartbreaker. It was stressful, dude. And I actually left my house to leave the stress to come to your house and watch more stress to watch more stress. Which it was great to see them catch up again. It was so. Great. And then the two run home run again. The up and down, just the emotional roller coaster. <sighs> it's killing me, dude. And and it's like. It's been 30-something years since the Dodgers. I think it was 88 when the last time they won the series. And and greatest thing is that you had uh, Fernando Valenzuela throwing out the first pitch so for, awesome. for Vince Scully. Scully. Oh, my God. That? It's an amazing yeah. tribute to, to what the Dodger lifestyle has been for the past 30-plus years. Yeah. And you know, you know what's interesting is, like, so there's something about Dodger pride in the city compared. I don't know why, but I just feel like there's more sense of pride with the Dodgers, even more so than the Lakers. I, I feel, don't know why. I don't I feel know the same. why there is. I feel it's because it's such a deep history. So I'm kind of, it, that's exactly you what, what I mean. You know, it's funny that my father's from New York and he's a New York fan first. Mm. His daughter fan second. Oh, so, oh. Yeah. Well, because he's from New York. Right, right, right. And then my. So we're talking, we're talking Brooklyn Dodgers. Right. No, he's a New York Yankees fan Yankee first. Fan? Wow, bro, he didn't. He should. He should have said that when I walked. In. Yeah, <laughs> he would have left. I didn't know that. Man. Well, you know what's funny is so is my father-in-law. Oh wow, a New York Yankee fan because he's a. They're both. Uh, he's from the Bronx. My uh, father-in-law's from Brooklyn. My wife is like, I'm not sure. I'm kind of conflicted because she's oh, a te- she's a Texas girl, oh, I, and, I, and I'm just like everybody. Like Dodgers, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my kids can't wear any other jersey in my household. Bro. Shouldn't be allowed. Never. <laughs> it, it, it will never be allowed. And my, and my wife, she started like hinting, like you know, I might go for Houston. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, try that. Yeah, you, try, you try to come through that. <laughs> you try to come through there with that jersey on. Try that. Yeah, <laughs> piss me off. But let me give you a, just a little bit better of an introduction of, of Clayton. And Clayton, if you don't mind, uh, sure. Clay is is fine. Yeah, you go with that, brother. Thank Would you. you mind just giving an introduction of 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 maybe just 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 give me something a little something um all right my name is uh clayton cardenas and um i you know I, let's just skip to how we got into this game let's go of, yeah. of acting you know cool um to, to to start off with actually so i grew up in east la right um the south bay area and i grew up around you know gang life and and all that and and I had I had sports growing up, but um, I always seem to fall back into that lifestyle. Well, so, the funny thing is that lifestyle and and, and gangs and, and it is crews, it's one, it, very similar to we're sports. We're looking for the same thing. It's very similar. We're looking for the right. same thing. So when I wasn't in season with sports, yeah. I would always be back with my other sport, yeah. my other game. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, your other team. Yeah, yeah. So it got to the point where in 2010, I was actually it came to a breaking point. I was in jail. And I, you know, I was serving time for a few felonies. And interesting enough, this um, I'm sitting in the day room, and this movie comes on the screen. And this movie's called A Better Life. Yeah. Um, it's with Damien Bashir. Yep. And at the time, I didn't know who he was, but Richard Cabral. Yeah. And I remember sitting in there, and you know, and I'd always grown up, and I'd seen um, actors that could portray gangsters. Yeah. But I had never seen a gangster on TV that could act. Right. So when I seen this guy, when I seen Richard Cabral, and yeah. I didn't know who he was, I was like, oh my God. I was like, I, I, I know this kind of person, you know? Yeah. I was like, if this kind of person can act and they can do better for themselves, why can't I do that shit? Right. You know, why, why can't I? Right. And, and so, so those of you listening, Richard Cabral is another one of our cast members another on Minds MC. On Minds MC. Minds MC, yeah. yeah. And yeah. So, so you saw him. And it inspired you? It inspired me. Not only inspired me, but the story gets even more intricate. So 
I'm sitting in next to my cellmate and I'm saying, I said, you see this dude right here? I'm going to run into him one day. Watch. And I remember it vividly because he was laughing at me. Yeah. Like just laughing. And yeah. you know, and I held on to it. I was like, right. okay, motherfucker. That's one of those moments where you're like, yeah, bro. It was such a surreal moment. It yeah. was such a moment where it hadn't happened yet, but I knew something yeah. was going to happen. So fast forward to three years later, 2013. Yeah. Um, I was still down on my luck and I was in a bar drunk and the waitress was like, hey, and I I had gone to this bar so many times like they knew who I was. Yeah. So this the, way, the regular. Yeah, I was a regular. You know, you never want to be that guy. <laughs> yeah, but like, I was like, that guy. You, uh, hey, what's up, Clay? Guy. You're having the same I drink? I was that guy. <laughs> Just walk in. They had it ready. It was it was bad. But so one night this uh, the waitress was like, hey, you're coming with me. You're going to come with me. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, oh, you know, we're going to go hang out. Totally incorrect. She drags me to a acting studio. Really? And and after that, bro, I was and I was twisted. You know, I was out of it. And she pulls me into this acting studio, and um, you know, I'm sitting in the studio for about 20 minutes, and in walks Richard Cabral. No way. And it blew my fucking mind because I I vividly it's, it's one of those things when you you put it sometimes when you put things when in nature, out, yeah. yeah, you put it out there, yep. and, and somehow. And that's what started that way of thinking for me. Yeah. yeah you know, well, that's, if I could think of it, you know, I can create it. Dude, I believe in that. For some, I, reason, I, for some reason, it's like you're almost in, in control of your own universe. If you, if you put the idea out there, you, you give it a better option, like a better chance for it yeah, to happen. Well, I firmly believe there's no, you, you, you are in control yeah. of your own you know, direction. You are. Right. You know no, I, I believe in that. You I know what I mean? You make all the right decisions. You put yourself in the right places. Sure. Things start to happen. And, also, and it also makes you... Um, What's the word? It, you you have to take responsibility for the good and the bad. Dude, I say that all the you time. You know what I mean? I say yes, exactly. I I love that, and that's yeah. such a freeing feeling, man. It's just it's just uh, something good happens to you. Yeah, I did that. Something yeah. bad happens to me. Yeah, I did that. Yo, I, I also you know did that. Mean? Yeah, I also I also made all the wrong decisions for that. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> so yeah, bro. So anyway, so I um I saw I see Richard come in and I tell him I was like, look, man, you're not gonna believe this. I tell him the story, and he was like, you know, I don't really know you. But uh, I want you to hang out with me. Dope. Bro, that was it. And and so Richard started out, he, he same thing. He same was, background. Yeah, similar and, background. And I'm going to try and get him on here probably next tomorrow or something. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. And, and, and same, same, same concept. You guys were, you know, backgrounds and yeah, everything else. Culture, and then watching that. him. And then all of a sudden now, you're working with him closely with Homeboys Industry? Homeboy Industries. You know, Richard had come out of Homeboys Industries. He's more familiar with it than me. But uh, what a great organization, man, to, to give people, you know, from that lifestyle another chance. Well, that's the hardest thing, man. Um, I give them a job. Well, this thing, they call it, they call it, I think it's recidivism, recidivism, I forget, I can't even. That word's out of my range, so I don't well, know. Well, I'm saying there's a word like that, and what it talks about is that people that, pretty much the same concept of what you saw in the Shawshank Redemption, where they say you get institutionalized, whereas you spend so much time in prison, you spend so much time in that lifestyle that it, it, it only takes a few months for you to get right back into that lifestyle when getting out, sure. right? Because there's not a lot of opportunity. Sure. I mean. My own buddy, one of my close friends, he's in, he's in back in prison right now, but but he is a great great person. But the problem is that he's always still getting put right back into the same yeah. community, right? And yeah. so you can't do you can't do probation out of state. No, you can't do probation out of city. No. Like like and so you're essentially putting the person back into the habitat that he originally got involved in. Yeah. and so that's the that's recipe that's, for disaster. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? And then, then you got stories like you. You got stories like Clayton. You got stories like I mean, many others that we're working with currently. Sure. Right. And sure. It, and it's inspiring for a guy like me to see because I come from another side. 
Sure. Right. I come from. It, it's funny to see both of our both of our lives go in certain directions. Mm-hmm. There's times that I easily could have been on the other side yeah. of the bars, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and there's times that that I was just fortunate enough not to be. Yeah. And then somehow, look at us now. We're both. Yeah. We're, we're sitting on the same track. Isn't that beautiful. Wow. It really is. You know what's cool and is like, what I've learned is like I don't necessarily have to. And I think that this is where a lot of people get stuck is they feel like they have to keep identifying as that old self, Dude. you know, and, and, and they, they don't feel comfortable with knowing it's okay to change and it's okay to grow. And like, if I look at myself now compared to three, four years, it's insane. Dude. And it's so funny because you talk about that and it's something we've talked about. I believe, I believe Pastor Greg talks about the yeah, same yeah. thing is, is, is life is like a chapter, sure. like, like one part of So my life is is like a book and and the military lifestyle was mm-hmm. a chapter sure. and i take a lot that i've learned from that chapter and i carry yeah. on to the next chapters yeah. but i continue writing new chapters right, right? that's and beautiful <clears throat> well it's beautiful man you know because like and i think you may be able to relate and like because you know i grew up with athletes and it's funny and and gangsters but like you know those friends that were like football like they still have that same yeah. way of thinking man oh yeah you know what I mean? And, and even the, the gangs, like, they still have that same way of thinking when we were 13, 14, 15 yeah, they, years they've old. they've never evolved. Exactly, never evolved. And, and and that's hard for me to be around, brother. You know, no, especially nowadays. I'm not saying it's those people are bad, but for me, for Clayton, like, it's hard to, like, be around those people. It's hard for me to go back to my old neighborhood. Right. And, and, well, it's the thing is, is like, you, it's hard to grow. In, in around people that don't have the same so it's like it's like in business or in s- successful people surround themselves with other successful people mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. like uh, if, if I want to be if I want to be a millionaire yeah. I'm going to hang around a lot of millionaires sure. and billionaires sure. until I become one of those no, guys right and, you're right and, and I'm going to try and make the same mistakes they do or the same decisions yeah. they do and hopefully one day I'm actually one of the millionaires that's hanging around with someone that wants to be a millionaire yeah. right it's yeah. some kind of concept well, no exactly and it's you know and that's growth yeah. and, and what I, I from my own experience what I have found what you know people will call me a, a, a sellout right or, or you think you're better than us right and, and deep down I wanted to say like motherfucker yes <laughs> but like it's hard, man, to say that to somebody that you you went through the struggle with growing up. Right. You know, like that's still to this day. That's a challenging well, thing. For me. You know, it's it, still like a no. touchy thing. Like no, I know I, that I haven't gotten good with, gotten comfortable with. You well, know it's, what I mean? so that's something that I deal with currently because I'm in the veteran space and I'm a, I'm a veteran spokesman, if you will, right? And a veteran, I guess, public figure. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I just want to grab them and be like, Shh, "Fucking stop! Sure. Like stop! Yeah, stop! Sure. Stop!" Stop the self pity. Stop the 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 victimizing mentality. Sure. And go be successful. Like, oh how? I don't fucking know, yeah. bro. You got to do it yourself. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna hold your hand. Like, no one held my yeah. fucking hand, and I did it right. Yeah. I chose my path. Like, like you already know. Like, I've done all these other things and decided at one point, like, I want to take entertainment to the next level. That mm-hmm. was my dream. That's my goal. And I freaking, I, I guess I took the steps I needed to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, you know, it's easy for, you know, we keep talking about these other people like they're other people, but so be it. But, you know, it's easy to put limitations on yourself. Man. Right. You know, it's harder to, to grow and take chances. And, yeah. No. And, and to well, spread you. But, but look, look, we're, we're talking about the same thing. And look, we're next to each other. Yeah. We're, we're on cool. the grandest level stage of, of television right yeah. now. Like, but that's what we're supposed to be doing. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah like that's that's kind of what's in our what was in our yeah, cards. Like attracts like. You know, yeah. Love, I, I, you know, uh, I'm not firm in religion, but I do believe in uh, law of attraction. I do yeah. a lot of reading on that, and and I look like where my life has been, and 
and who's in my life currently yeah who i get to converse with right man, you know and it's like this is it, 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 it's a beautiful thing yeah it's a trip and so so here's my question i have a lot of veterans that are out there and, and, and just and just people that are asking sure. me like how do you get involved in acting and and i don't tell them my story because mine is not the word yeah, yeah not yeah, conventional yeah. at all yeah. my, mine is the most unconventional yeah, way of sure, doing it sure. and so if someone was to ask you today, like, what what is the first steps? Because people ask, do I need an agent? Do I need to go to an no. to an agent? What what so? No. What's the you, first step? The first thing to do is to train. You wouldn't just uh, if you wanted to be a doctor, you wouldn't just go straight to fucking surgery, right? Right. You wouldn't just go like, oh, I know. Uh, you yeah. need to train. Right. You need to learn. This is a craft that right. we do. You know. So I would suggest getting into a a good studio, and say, and if you're not in, you know, the major stu- acting studios in the United States are. New York, Los Angeles, Atlanta now, yeah, um, even Florida. But say you're not in those areas, right. you know. Um, with digital media now, yeah, yeah, that's kind of my kind of what I did. Yeah, it's kind of what you. Do. It's it's like, it's the boom right now. Right. So if you could find yourself a good core group of friends that do not know to act, but you're able to put something on film, yeah, you know what I mean. If and, and that's the way to go, man. Yeah. But it that's the thing, Vinny. Like. If you really want to get into this, though, like serious, like I, you need to be in those areas. I mean, that it's not just like that. There's a reason why there everybody moves to L.A. or New York if you yeah. want to act. Like yeah. there's a reason you because have, like you, all these casting offices, and you know this. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Having to travel now all the time. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, you you have to be involved in it. You have to be involved if you if you want to be a serious actor, you have to move to one of these areas. Yeah, that's why you see it all. The so, time. so you start with the training of acting schools and whatnot. Sure, right. And then the next step is that what you're asking. Yeah, and then the next step from there, you uh, have to put something on tape digitally. Right. Like that's the next step. Okay. And then the next step after that is then pitching yourself to an agent. Okay, so an agent. So, so once you get an agent, then Janice. Can you grab me a couple beers? I, I'm sorry. I had a call to my sister. See if she can grab me beers. I put something there. <laughs> me. So sweet. Thank you. I appreciate it. <clears throat> She's single. Just, okay. I'm just kidding. You're going to reiterate. Uh, he said it twice. I think the world knows. Uh, well, Clay's a really good guy. Thank He's you. a nice guy. I appreciate that. But uh, so to be honest, so yeah. once you once you do that, then you get an agent. And then from the agent, uh, thanks, thanks, Janice. Thank you. Thank you. Um, the, the big question is this auditions oh that's a whole different world Bro, auditioning to you you are you ask you go on set yeah tomorrow and you talk to all these we have amazing actors yeah right crazy crazy list of actors they're all gonna tell you the same shit auditioning to this day for people that have been in this game for 30 years is the weirdest hardest thing <clears throat> to me auditioning is you know i'm a working actor so you know when i'm on set I don't feel like I'm working. I feel like I'm having fun. Yeah. The only time I feel like I'm working is like when I have to fucking audition. No shit. Because it's hard, bro. It's stressful. It's weird. You have, you have 10, 15 people fucking staring at you, you know, intently analyzing you, writing yeah. shit down. Yeah. And 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 you're you're not even you're not in that moment. You're you're forcing lines out. It's the hardest. So thing. the hardest thing you're doing is doing the auditions. It's the hardest thing of this of this industry by far, dude. So it's funny. So. <clears throat> Some people don't know this about me, but I've had one other audition before this. What was that? What was that one? I was 18 years old. <laughs> I was 18 years old. I like and, this is heavy. Yeah, and I decided that I was going to go to try and get into the acting thing. But I knew I wasn't a very good reader at the time. I didn't read well. I didn't know they were going to hand me a script right there. You just went in blind. Blind. 
blind. Oh, God. And then they had me read, and I couldn't read the lines. I, I, could, I couldn't read a lot of it. So I was yeah. stuttering. Yeah. I was reading yeah. on paper, which yeah. I've learned, like, you want to read off paper as much yeah. as possible. Yeah. And then I started sweating. <laughs> oh, yeah. I sweat <laughs> I, I, yeah. all the time. Right. Yeah. So then I just walked out. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try, man. Yeah, I, was like, I don't even want to hear your feedback. Yeah, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I was like, I, no, I'm done, and I left, dude. I, and I've had anxiety about that for so many years. Yeah, and yeah. so when I had the opportunity to go to the casting audition for for this, I mean, it was only me. And I told them, I said, listen, I have a reading thing. <laughs> yeah. Would you mind sending me? It? So he goes, so they sent me like within hours, and I'm sitting there reading it. So I had about a day and a half to go over the lines. Cool. So I, I read off paper. You know what I mean, right away. and uh, yeah, and That's so beautiful. and and so um, that, and I kind of got into the character because I read. It, I was like, dude, I, I think I, this, I right? can do this, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and I actually just pulled from my experiences of of military and life and things I've I've felt. I'm comfortable behind a camera because I've been doing it for years now with right, YouTube right, and all right. these other little things. And so, by by chance, I landed. That's cool. Crazy. Well, you know what's great? I mean, uh, the casting director who cast mine, her name is Wendy O'Brien. and She's amazing. She's amazing, man. Like, amazing. Most offices are not. When you go in, they, you do not feel that comfortable. Really? No way. So I was just lucky. You you were in, you know, not lucky, man. Law of attraction. You're in yeah. the right place at the right time, bro. Yeah. You know, you, this was meant for you to happen. Like, But yeah. I'm just saying the next, like, they are not like that, man. They're not <laughs> like that. I don't know if you saw the movie... Um, I was with a friend and I watched the movie uh, La La Land. I just saw it, dude. Okay, so there's a moment where the girl is auditioning and like some, she's auditioning and then this girl, there's some woman Someone walks in. Knocks in on the door and like walks in. Yeah, Yeah. bro, that same thing happened to me and it was treacherous. And I was in what you call it like a director's session. It's like the third round of auditioning. And I walk in, it was for the show uh, Snowfall. Nice, nice, yeah. On uh, on FX, <laughs> and um, and I'm in, I'm do I'm not I'm in it, bro. Like I feel good, and like I have to like rip off my shirt in this scene, and like and like do some yeah. like intense. Dance. So you're super like I'm just in it. Yeah. But then I hear, and I turn around, and it's it's some girl in the glass window, like miming to the casting director, like, do you want me to get this paper? And I'm like I'm and I'm tripping. I'm like, is this part of my fucking audition or what the fuck? <laughs> And nobody's saying anything, dude. Nobody is saying anything on there. And they're they're looking at me like, yeah, keep going, keep going. I'm like, what the? F-? No, 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 what? Yeah. So it was so funny when you told me that like, you walked out, bro. Right after that girl left, I put my paper down, I put my side down, and I walked out because I just knew, I knew like it wasn't the it, right. They, it, they you just know. They took you out of your zone. Took me out of my zone. It's fucking their fault, dude. Bro. Yeah. So I didn't get that one. It's crazy, dude. Like I don't. So like. This is, I probably haven't mentioned this to, to too many people, but I don't know if acting is going to be the end state goal for me, right? I, sure. I, I think I have more of a, more of a, uh, my mindset is on more writing, sure. producing, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, but, but dude, this for me, I'm on this ride as long as they keep me on this Do ride. It, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, there's certain roles I'd be interested in jumping on, right? Yeah. There's certain things yeah. I want to test how far I can take acting, but I'm almost scared to test that because I see some guys are like, Raymond Cruz, we worked yeah. on the first. Yeah, right. That guy is working True. nine months out of the year, he said. Yeah. I mean, straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of work. And is that the lifestyle of an actor? Is that, because like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm being honest. I'm trying to learn this. I'm, I'm, well, you know, I think the situation is different with you. I don't think, you know, all these, these other actors are doing as much as you're doing. Yeah. You know, and 
it is a commitment you know and and working out at nine nine years a month is is probably is you know that that is true but like you know there were i'm guaranteed there was maybe a decade where he wasn't able to do that yeah you know and so yes it is a time commitment thing and and you know it's just it's a part of it bro So, so tell me what's your What's your dream for acting? What is what is what is you know my dream is to to have this show hit right. right so that puts us for work what maybe four or five months yeah I think yeah and then when we're not you know filming our uh, our show I would love to do an, a movie when right we're moving off time and that's it bro what's what's the end state goal like yeah uh, the legacy I would the, like to start, legacy I would, you know I, I would end up creating my own content yeah I just had this conversation with our co-star yeah. Richard yeah, earlier yeah. and we were talking about like what is the only sense of security it, it, you know it's producing like, your own shit it's producing your own shit it's yeah. creating your own content I mean, for it's sure it's telling your own stories you right. know and, and you're already heading the game you yeah know? I'm starting to do that right now you're, you're already doing it man so but, but that's the thing is like an Academy Award? Is that something you thought about? Of course. You know, yeah. but honestly, my goal is to be one of the best artists of our generation. That's that, great. Uh, that's like, that's that's always been in my mind, and and you know, and, and I'm not I'm not going to be upset if I don't get to that point. But that I want to try. Well, you know, I think, I, I think I, you I think yeah. you always have to have these goals that are set high sure. to chase, right? Yeah, exactly. And and I don't. It's not that I don't like people that don't have goals, but fuck, you should. Right. You should. It, it's attractive. Yeah, you know, I agree. Regardless of male, like it's attractive to see somebody pursue what they want to do. Yeah, and then see them incrementally achieve it. Wow, that's fucking cool. And, uh, dude, that's that's. I think that's what's helped me with trying to become successful was that I've had a bunch of little missions in between. Like, like I want to publish. I have a couple kids' books that I've published, right? Mm. But I want to publish like. A book of my own, yeah, but not my story. I don't think it's ready to be told, right? Right now, I, I think it's. I think there's more. There's got to be a lot more. But I, so, say you were to to go down that, what kind of story would? I want to do a parenting story, mm. all the trials and tribulations yeah. of being a dad. Oh, bro, bro, I I have, I'm thinking about one too. The yeah. trials and tribulations of growing a plant. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> we talked. I about think it. I think that's stressful. You guys, you guys have kids and shit. I'm like, fuck. I got this plant. I got a water. <laughs> we talked about that. Oh, it's you're not, you're not as green as you you're used not to as be. green as you used to be. <laughs> you used to lean to the right. Yeah. No, you know what? And honestly, though, you know, I really commend like, because I put so much of my time and thoughts into my work. I couldn't imagine having another life to think about. Yeah, where I'm at, you know yeah. what I mean. So like, I really yeah. commend you guys. Like, yeah, that's it's all tough well, dude, job. It's man. crazy because you know, like my mom, my mom says like, Vinny, you do too much, and it's like, mm. no, but I, I know my mind, and it only works well when I'm doing, when a, you're lot. doing a lot. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. if I'm not doing a lot, I start getting depressed, man. Yeah. I start getting really like, I feel like there's too much time on my hands to 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 fuck it up. Sure, like, sure. I, I think I become more. Almost, almost self-destructive. Uh, no, I, yeah. I, yeah. Idle time used to be my worst enemy. Yeah, man. exactly. You know? And so yeah. I have to always be creating. I'm always creating, and like that's that's the thing. And we, me and Chris, get in little arguments sometimes about not not big arguments at all. But like we get into these talks, where it's just like she's like, "You're always working." I'm like, mm. "No, no, no, I'm not working. I'm always creating." Mm. That's a big difference. That's a big for me. difference. Big difference. Yeah, like, yeah. Working. I'm working. You know, during working, the day. You don't. You don't always enjoy working. Yeah. Creating. You have creating the cool is beautiful. Input. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. When I'm when enjoy. I'm writing something cool. When I'm when I'm thinking of cool ideas. That's creating, and that for me is like energizing. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And and 
And, and does do you have the family support like with that? Like does that? Yeah, yeah. Do my 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 lady supports one hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? But I also make it a conscious effort to be home when right. I can. Like right. I could be spending time in the weekends here because yeah. it's easier. But I know I'll rather endure that flight home yeah. and deal with that crap. Yeah. But so then I'm there in yeah. the weekends or whenever I can be. I'm showing like no, I'm this family. I'm engaged in. I'm. I'm it's all about that. Yeah. I, I think. I think. You know, for a long time. And, and I've mentioned this, I believe in another podcast, for a long time I believed just paying the bills was being a good father. And I realized like that's completely false. All you, all you are is a paycheck when you do that. Mm. And, and so now I, I've, I wholeheartedly believe in being engaged in my kids' lives, it makes me a good father. Being there, being being relevant in their lives, like them expecting me to take it, teach them how to fight, teach them how to play baseball, basketball, whatever the case is, but being relevant in their life to the point where like, when I'm gone, they actually miss me, yeah. right? Instead of me being gone and like, that's what dad does. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. And so. That's a really good place to be. It's, well, dude. The reason why I not asked too is like, cause like there's been relationships where I had to shut down because they didn't understand that I was. A hundred percent. Damn, is that? People don't get that. It's tough. You know, you know what's funny is the light. Sorry to interrupt, no, you're but like, good. it's amazing that you have, you know, the, a woman in the family that, that understands, yeah. you know, that's really cool, man. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's cool. And, and, but it's like, I think it's a two, two, two sided, mm. you know, yeah. like perspective, me, maybe, right, right. Yeah, like yeah, me, yeah. myself, like you, you look back in your past relationships, you're telling me that there's not times when you could have taken, said no to work and yes to the relationship. I'm sure. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And so I try and yeah. have more of a balance, I guess, with it. I, that's okay. That's, you, that's you a good point. Yeah. Cause I, Cause I, know I think I've been too self. Maybe in my I've been too focused on my own but, priorities. But, it, but it's so tough at your stage. Yeah. Because yeah. you're you're watering your plant. Yeah. Right yeah. now is the time where you need to yeah. go hard, and they need to know. Like, listen, it's on this cusp, right? right. Like, like yeah. I, I need to go yeah. hard now, so then the future's easy. Yeah. And, and that's what I say to them. And they and you know people are not gonna get that, yeah. dude. People are not going to get that. I like that. You're like my love guru. Because then maybe those aren't the ones for that moment. Oh, for sure it's not the ones, yeah, dog. Right. For sure it's not the one. Life is, like, dude, life is, I tell you, like, I, people are like, man, you're a good dad. Like, I wasn't always a good dad, yeah. bro. Like, I was, I was, I was a guy that chose work over everything. Mm. And I was like, oh, no, I'm paying the bills. I'm good. No, dude, right. now I realize, like, fuck, because I almost lost them. Yeah. I almost lost them completely because through custody battles and all this crap yeah. that I yeah. realized, like, well, they don't even know me. They didn't even know I was a funny guy, right? right. Like, I consider myself just funny. I'm just a goofy dude, yeah. right? Yeah. They didn't know that. I'm like, dude, my kids should know that I'm a goofball, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so, that all the, so, so things... You know, humor, <laughs> but the whole thing is, like, humor is also, I keep using the word perspective, but it really is, man. You know, like, you know, your children at a certain age aren't going to understand how yeah. funny you are. Yeah, like, you're funny as shit to, like, us. Right. Like, you know, our group. Friends. Yeah. But like you know, kids aren't gonna understand that kind of humor. Yeah, maybe they're old, the older now. That's why they understand it more. because <laughs> they think I'm. You, you keep this on tape. Hey, you listen to this shit in twenty years, you're gonna be like, oh, listen, this joke is fucking funny. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna laugh you're gonna at this appreciate shit. This in 10 years. <laughs> keep listening. <laughs> There's times when my daughter's like, "That's not funny." I was like, "Oh yeah, it is." One of these days. Oh yeah, you're gonna no. get it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But we were saying the same shit when we were kids, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, we were saying the same shit. You met my mom and dad today. They were awesome. Man. Dude, they're a trip, oh, right? Yeah. You got the, the tattooed guy, and then you got oh, the yeah, non-tattooed yeah, woman yeah, at all. Yeah. Yeah. East LA people, I love it. Oh, they're, they're great cool. people. You can you can sense the warmth, man. Yeah, dude. It shows a tribute to you, though. You know how you are now. That's really cool. Oh, it's just. It's funny. Is like I've been having a lot of problems with my one of my sons, mm. and I think about me and my dad. Like I wasn't always a good kid, you know. I wasn't always. Uh, I guess 
I, I didn't always agree to discipline. That's you know? a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so now my oldest son is doing that. I'm like, oh, I, now it's all coming back. Yeah. To yeah I, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Oh my goodness. Crazy dude. So let me ask you, man, sure. what are some things that you want to do? Hmm. What's, Oh, that this is what I want to ask you before. Hmm. It was like, what is your favorite character so far you've played? Besides what we're doing now, I think right, I think right now is gonna take take the cake. Cause this really tough. I love that one. You know what? You know I haven't really been doing this that long, man. You know, like honestly, like I didn't grow up as an actor. I don't have any actors in my family. You know, acting was such a foresight. I thought acting was for like the weird. Like I had this weird depiction of what I thought actors were. Well, because you know why? Because we grew up in the areas, we grew up in exactly. times when... when we, exactly. That's that's not for us. It wasn't cool to show emotion. It wasn't good stuff. to be in theater. Those yeah. are nerds. Those yeah, are weirdos. Who are those nerds? Bro, I was... Yeah, exactly. Who I know. are those guys? That's what I'm saying. It wasn't... It wasn't... Yeah. For, you know, until I started doing it, I'm like, wait, I like entertainment. Yeah. To like... To, yeah. And, and what I realized is like, it was a, when I realized it was okay to um, emote and show emotion and be vulnerable. It's a tough time for us, it's right? It's very, very challenging. You right. know what I mean? Oh, yeah, because cause we grew up in a time where, where men were not weak. Men sure. needed to be powerful. Men that were that showed emotion were weak, man. Sure. What, what did you sure. think? You're, you're, yeah. you're, you're frowned upon and you're, you're made fun of. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and um, you know, so to answer your question, I think my favorite so far is probably, you know, American Crime, man. Yeah. That really... We got to tell a story that wasn't, you know, talked about a lot. And that's what was great about the series American Crime is like John Ridley, the creator, the writer, he made specific points to, I think the, for three seasons, each season, he made a specific point to talk about a story that people would always sweep under the rug, man, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, I wish the show was keep going on, but it just wasn't the right time. I don't think it, it's the kind of show that people won't really appreciate until maybe you know, three, four years down yeah, the road. Yeah, yeah. But I love that character. Was, you know, it's funny. Diego Castillo, I was a farm captain. Bro, that, I'm telling you right now, I saw I saw yeah. some highlights of it. So yeah. so when I got the cast and, and I started kind of Googling who everyone was and what they've done and everything like that, when I, when I Googled your name, that video came up. Yeah. And I didn't even know that was you. That looked way different, right? Dude, you looked, uh, in just straight up, you looked like a more mature individual, uh, an older man. Yeah. And in charge of shit, yeah. it was a whole different like. It was it was good. It was so good that I was like, "Holy, I appreciate this it, dude is a great yeah. actor, right?" Yeah, you know what helped with that was um, they put us in an environment where you had to adapt as an yeah. actor. Like you just you realize, shit, I'm not acting right now. Yeah, you know they put us out in the farms. They put us, you know, in the tomato farms, and they had they had you know the farmers around us. Yeah, all yeah. Times like that was a trip, bro, because. You felt the heat that they. You felt. see the agriculture. You see the smell. How hard that job is. Yeah, that it's, lifestyle. It's a backbreaking job, and and these aren't just kids doing this. Shit. No, these are like you know you have abuelitas. I mean you have oh, like people that are like 60, 70, 80 years old picking Here's, tomatoes. Here, let me tell you a crazy story, huh? dude. My mother, she picked strawberries and cotton for a better wow. part better part of her life. Wow. Yeah. And, and where, where where about where in El Paso? In oh El Paso, like, in a small small a small city called Canotillo. Oh my God. Um, heat out there oh yeah dude and that they, they had to yeah. they all woke up as a family and had to do it so they can even eat oh my god they made enough money for the for the week and they were able to cook you know they, we, we call it a bean marathon where it's like a big pot of beans that's it and one day is gonna be beans next day is gonna be tostadas next day is gonna be bean and cheese burritos next day is gonna, you see what I'm saying and, and beans are for everything everything yeah. right and that was that's one of the most impactful stories my mother's ever told me as I said she goes no I used to pick strawberries and cotton and it's like 
Whoa. Holy shit! And then to see what she's done with herself now, like like what just, amazing thing! Oh, and right. it's amazing. And so right. that so when watching that scene with you and, and, and in charge of everyone, it, it just a testament to to how good of an actor you are. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's it great. I really appreciate that. Yeah. And and um, circle back a little bit. Like I didn't. I was um, this I the show was on ABC and I had this family come out on my dad's side. I'm not really close with my dad's yeah. side, and I had all these family come out. Um, from the woodwork saying like and they would send me these pictures bro and like so a lot of my dad's side were all pickers and no way it was a trip so they were sending me pictures of like my great grandma almost a tribute grandma like yeah bro in the fields picking and it blew my mind you know to know that that's in your blood to know it was in my blood yeah you know what it's I mean? part of your culture it's bro. part of my culture wow yeah. and, and I mean, how amazing would that be for them to see them be like Badass. Yeah, and I was I was actually proud of that, you know. And also another co-sign on that. So uh, Dolores Huerta, she walked with Cesar Chavez back and when um, uh, back you know whenever that was. Yeah. And, and they were the the Mexican immigrants and the yeah. Filipino immigrants and the Chinese immigrants. They were working in the fields, and um, so she was one of the leaders back then, and. We did a screening out in uh, Fresno, and she was there, and it was like seeing the princess walk in. Yeah. And so she watched the first two episodes, and she was in tears, bro, because she was like, "This shit is so real." She said it was. She didn't say shit, but she said, "This is so real that that it hurts my heart to watch." And I, we really appreciate you telling the story. So to hear somebody like that, yeah, no, no, no. Exactly. you know what I mean, like that, that, that it felt good that we were telling the story correctly. Yeah, exactly. That's that's something that as as an actor and as a creator, as a producer, as a writer, knows that they they just they just did it justice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they brought some history back to life. Sure, it's sure. Cool, which is fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, it was a cool. I think that's, that's one of the testaments to storytelling. Yeah, is, is if you're gonna be a writer and an actor, and if you're gonna be putting stories out there, and you're putting things that that are facts, or or at least Evoking that emotion yeah. is just like yeah, great. I remember <laughs> I was so nervous on that shoot, man. It was my first. It was my first show. Yeah, so like I was making all kinds of mistakes. Kind of like what I'm doing now. <laughs> so no, cause like I could understand. Like I, I, I see you. You know, I'm like fuck. I get that. Like I know those feelings. Yeah, all yeah. those feelings you felt. Yeah, I know all of those. Right. Times ten. Right. And like, but the difference was like. You know, our director didn't scream at you. Yeah. The director I had was screaming at me, making it worse. And like, I was red as a tomato and I was sweating and I felt embarrassed and I felt ashamed because like I wasn't doing my best work. And like, so I get it. Yeah. Man, you yeah. Know? Dude, you know how I feel? I do know how you feel. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I sit there thinking like today. So there's, there's two parts of me. The part that is completely out of his element. And there's the other part that just doesn't give two fucks, mm. right? And so a part of me sometimes, the side of me that's out of his element, it shows sometimes. And I'm like, stop it, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, dude, I, I sit there in the room thinking like, no, I don't know if this is for me. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if this is for me. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if I can do this. <laughs> then the other part, so I'm just like, fuck all these motherfuckers. You've been to war, bitch. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. The side of me that says like, dude, look what you've fucking done with your life. And now you're acting. Yeah, you're, you're killing it. You're, you're sitting here as an actor. Like, this is a fucking easy job. And so, <laughs> dog. I, it's so funny to me, bro. But dude, you're killing it, man. It's a trip. Go ahead, go ahead. So, Clayton's going to go use the bathroom real quick. It's, <laughs> it's right there. You can go straight there to the left. It's the second door. 
so you guys understand what I what I'm talking about right now is, is crazy. So I sat there during a scene and they threw a line at me and said, Hey, you got to say this line today. And I'm thinking, Holy shit. And I, first of all, normally I practice because, uh, it's just what you want. You want to be good, right? It's just the way I am. I want to be great at everything I fucking do. I want to be the best I could possibly be. And so they gave me a line this morning and I didn't have the chance to, <clears throat> didn't have a chance to study it. And so I, <laughs> I completely blanked when they said action. I, I froze and then everyone looked at me and I was about to just be like, fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> and so I decided to just stick it out. But that's, pre- that's pretty much what we're talking about. Like I have all these little anxieties about acting because it's just not my world. Right. I'm, I'm not, it, it, it doesn't come second nature to me. But, uh, then I think about like, what the fuck I've done? I'm like, dude, this, this is not that hard. And so I was just explaining to him kind of what I did today and I froze and and how how embarrassing and and I almost I almost walked out. I felt like just leaving, like going home. And I, and I was telling him, I was like, everybody, <laughs> everybody. It happens to every actor. There's always a point where you're overthinking something. Well, dude, freeze. There's moments that but, I. But I, you, fro- I froze in the same scene. I bro. know, I know. So that's why I was like, okay. And the doctor froze too. Right. By the way, that it was a, me and Richard, the our co-star. Yeah. We were tripping out because. Um, that movie that was, I was talking about earlier, yeah, um, a better life where I first seen Richard. That doctor was in it. That doctor was one of the main characters. No way. Yeah, so it was interesting, like to see a full circle. It's crazy. Yeah, li- life is nuts, dude. Yeah. Life is nuts, dude. But you pulled yourself together, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I just, know? It's funny. Well, no, what was cool is like you got so comfortable to the point where you were playing with the line. Yeah, you can tell, like. You you can tell you weren't thinking about having to say the line. You were like you owned it, and and I can't wait for people to see it. I use I, my personality. You use your personality exactly. Yeah. exactly. Which is funny, man. Like, ah, fuck it. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah. but like, even, there was one moment you like. I was like, fuck, is this fool fucking up? But like, no, you like took your time. Yeah. And then like you delivered it like way. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Where did that come from? I was like really proud. I was like, whoa. Okay. Well, dude, it's it's funny because I don't see anything in the room. I just feel like the concept of what we're doing and right. I just try and bring it, right? right? But I think it's you and it's Richard yeah. and it's, it's JD. JD JD is a dope-ass fucking actor, right? right? Yeah. So like all you guys are like, I'm I'm like, I got to step up my game, sure, dog. Sure. And so that's how... And that ca- helps. No, right. that helps. And that's, I mean, you know, and I think that's what like... Um, that's why people always want to be on great teams. Yeah. Because you know, they know it'll elevate their game. Dude, it, it's crazy when, when Kurt talks to me. Yeah. I feel like I'm speaking to like a superhero. Oh, yeah, God. How, how weird is that? Do you feel the same? It's great. I used to, yeah, now I've gotten a lot more comfortable with yeah. him. And, um, but no, I know exactly yeah. what you're saying. He comes to me and he's like, hey, so you're writing? I'm like, oh, I am now, right? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, when he would come around the first the first time we shot the pilot, I would freeze and like I didn't know what to say. Like I felt like I was stepping on like you know pins and needles. Around exactly, him. Yeah. exactly. It's, dude, the fir- so the the first pilot when he said I'm done, I'm yeah. wrapped. Yeah. He kissed me on the forehead, yeah. bro, and it was almost like those those little kid movies where like I'm never washing his forehead again. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bro, he did the same to my cheek, and I was like, "All right, this cheek is gonna be yeah, like this for a cool forever, forever, forever." <laughs> dude, he's he's dope, dude, and it's it, amazing. It's amazing to watch someone like him create what he's created, and then watch his thought process as he does it. Right. You can almost see the thought process, yeah. and it's yeah. fucking beautiful. Yeah, you can see like how much it means because you know the, there's moments where like I'll ask him a question and. You know, maybe he doesn't have the answer right away, but then he'll come back to me later with like a full thought out answer. And that's really cool for me because like, you know, some some um, creators, they'll like, they'll shoot you off. As no, it's because he gives a fuck. He gives a fuck. That's what it that's is. That's what it right? is. You know, this means a lot. Dude, and, and if he sees it in you that it means a lot to you, oh, you guys are going to, we're going to yeah. get along really well. There's something about him that... You know, like I, I watch all his Twitters and I watch all his things and we have complete different political views on things because yeah. I'm a military guy and he's, sure. isn't, you know, he's just not. Yeah. And it's fucking cool. I don't give yeah. a shit, right? Yeah. The crazy thing about him is that he gives so much of a fuck of, of who I am as a person. Yeah. He's told people that, that are in my circle, that are enacting and that are in my circle, like that he's like, he's a good dude. And yeah. I'm like, crazy to even ever yeah. give me like. That's good enough for me that forever, even, that, Yeah, that I'm even in his head as a yeah. good dude. Like, it's great. Yeah. It's, it's good to be feel sure. I know exactly. Right. What you mean. It's just crazy. You know? I guess. I mean, I but guess you uh, should uh, even like, give like, yourself more credit because you know we're still around for Pilot 2.0. Dog. You know what I mean? Wild. Like that's that should that should tell us a lot. I don't even. I, mean, I can't even believe it. But either way, man, we're coming up on 40, 40, 45 minutes of oh, this. That was quick, dude. It's always quick. It's a good conversation. Wow. Yeah, I know. I can see why you do this all the time, man. It's easy, dude. It's just boys being boys. Just letting them rip. That's it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, dude. So this is what I want to do right here. <clears throat> I would love to uh, have people be able to find you and follow you. Sure. And I know you have several things. You have a Facebook. You have an oh, well, we're gonna, unofficial Facebook we're gonna that fi- Rocco said that. I got to. We're going to fix that. Yeah, we're Rocco gonna, said he's going to fix me up. Yeah, we're going to hook you up with a with a... With an entertainer page. Okay. And then, but right now you have your Instagram. My Instagram is um, at Clayton. My name's Clayton Cardenas. Clayton Cardenas. Do you want to find Car- sure. spell so Cardenas? Sure. So the first name, C-L-A-Y-T-O-N. Cardenas is C-A-R-D-E-N-A-S. And my Twitter following is my last name first. So Cardenas Clayton. Yeah. And then you also have a website, which which if you guys don't know, he's a, you're a painter. I'm a painter, man. And it's beautiful, though. I appreciate it. I thought you had some ideas. I would love for you to, to, to throw on paper for me yeah, so I can buy them off you. I, I love doing that. I do commission pieces all the time. Yeah. You know, people hit me up. So, yeah, if you guys want to hit me up again. It's what's, what's that website? ClaytonCardenas.com. Clayton Check Card- out my paintings poetry you know that yeah you do poetry that's something i want to do with you so i have a one-man show that i've written for 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 and i want to get it done yeah and i'm expecting you and richard to help me with that's that that's the way to do it come and right to the source that's bro. it that's yeah. it you guys do it so again man i appreciate you having you on man i appreciate you having me on. of course yeah. and uh i'll try and get this uploaded as soon as possible uh it's been a good run it's been been fun and uh hopefully it's gonna be a long ass ride for us a long ass ride and go dodgers go do- go dodgers that's <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all, we're out.